Well, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Raise Your Bars podcast. Al Rattan here with my good friend, Chris Baker. Chris, how are you doing? I'm doing good, Al, doing good. Thank you. Very, it's amazing to me that, I mean, as we're recording this now, it's uh, Thursday, the 14th of December, a week on Monday is Christmas Day. I know. That's crazy. I know. It's crazy. This year has just like flown by and we've done so much and yeah. yeah. It's, uh, I remember it's, back, we started off with our with our membership group at the beginning of the year with yeah. uh, the Raise Your Bars Personal Growth Solutions, and we did uh, we did weekly meetings for, was it eight weeks, just on really, or 12 weeks, just 12 really weeks. on it was setting, a 12-week goal, yeah. 12-week yeah. goal setting, yeah, just really mm-hmm. setting the intention of the goals that we're going to achieve this year, and I'll, you know, I'll be honest with y'all folks, I haven't achieved every goal that I set this year, but the nice thing is, is they're still on the radar, and we're still working towards them, and we'll just readjust and move forward, and I'm excited about 2024. I know that there's all talks of, you know, we have wars and rumors of wars and recessions and interest rates and layoffs and cutbacks. But you know what? I think that uh, one of the things I've learned over the years, Chris, and I know we've talked about it this, bef- this before, is just the, the looking for the opportunity in the midst of the adversity that's coming. And I'm just, I'm, I'm pumped for 2024. I think there's, there's great opportunity for, uh, for any business that really focuses mm-hmm. on growing themselves and their teams for success in 2024. And we're going to talk a little bit about that tonight. Yeah, no, agreed. I think the, um, you know, when, when, uh, when COVID came out, we did the turn in adversity into advantage. Right. And exactly. Um, and that, that was a great program from, from John Maxwell, but it, and it, it really just opens your eyes. There are opportunities everywhere. And if you, if you look for opportunities, you will see them, right. Mm-hmm. If you, if you look for problems, you'll see those. Right. So it's it's your choice. What do you want to look for? I I would rather look for opportunities. And, you know, like like you said, we haven't necessarily achieved everything we wanted to this year, but we're moving forward. Right. And we're moving towards it. And then again, you know, we we were taught by John and then we teach others that the um, the the fulfillment is not in the destination. It's in the journey. Right. And we're on a journey and it's amazing and it's 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 good. And, you know, I'm looking for forward to January where we start working with a, a new company. And then in February, where I come up to Toronto and we we actually meet for the first time in person. Yeah, believe person. it or not. I can't believe that we've known each other for five, six, six years, six years, almost yeah. six years in about three months because it was August yeah. 2017. Uh, yeah. And Chris and I have become like brothers, honestly, like brothers and, and just the relationship we've built and, um, and we've yet to meet in person, but it's, that's this technology today. It's incredible what you can do. So, Hey, Chris, you know, we actually have an upcoming course starting in January that's open to the public in North America. Okay. We're going to say North America. Um, but it's, it's, it's an eight week course, um, based on the teachings of John Maxwell in his book, The Leader's Greatest Return. And, and really, during that eight weeks, we're going to be diving deep into that book and masterminding around the ideas and principles in that book. And I'll tell you something, folks, there's nothing more, there's, there's, there's very little more powerful of an experience that you can have than getting together with like-minded individuals that are mm-hmm. looking to grow themselves and their teams, their organizations, and masterminding and really just thinking into and diving deep into the principles that are taught, sharing sharing the war stories and the battle scars mm-hmm. that we've had maybe in building our businesses and, and our teams and, and really learning from the collective mind. 
And we're going to be doing that in January. And because it's Christmas, Chris and I are doing, uh, it's a low price, right? We, we would never normally do something for this inexpensive, but if you go to Al Rutan, A-L-R-U-T-T-A-N.com slash return, uh, you can get all the details there and we're charging $99 US. $99 for US for this eight week course. You're going to work with us for eight weeks. You're going to get a copy of John Maxwell's book, The Leader's Greatest Return in the Mail directly from us. You're going to get a PDF of our workbook that we're going to go through over those eight weeks. And then we're going to be online with you once a week uh, to walk with you through this, to help you grow your teams and really set your company up for success in 2024. Mm -hmm. So uh, we hope that you'll join us and we'll and we'll, we'll tell you a little bit that, about that again. But today we're just going to talk a little bit about the last chapter in the book, chapter nine. And the, oh, sorry, the second last chapter, chapter nine, yeah. re, uh, reproducing leaders. And there's just one quote here I'm going to read, Chris, and we'll get, throw it back over to you. But John says, this is the only thing. So listen to this. The only thing limiting the future of any organization is the number of good leaders it develops. It's so true. It's so true. And that's that's why I love what I do, because that this is I was talking with one of my team members the other day and we were talking about work. And I say the thing that energizes me and 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 gives me gives me um, momentum to keep going forward is is developing other people and mm -hmm. just sharing ideas and seeing them, seeing the little light bulbs go off in the, in their minds. Right. As they as they start to realize that, hey, I can make a difference. And, yeah, I may not be a leader at the moment, but. I am a leader because again, I, we say it all the time, right? If you, if other people, if you influence other people, that means they follow you. And if someone's following you, then you have to be a leader, right? right. Whether you like it or not, you are a leader. So um, <clears throat> actually developing other leaders and, and, and really employing that multiplication effect, right. That we've, we've talked exactly. about where, you know, we, we do one at a time and then then another one and another one and let them do do one and then they can develop it and and it's really it's level four on the five levels of leadership as well right the people uh people um people development development yeah. and then and then really our goal is to be be the level five the pinnacle where we're developing other people that are developing other people exactly. and and that to me is is the amazing thing just to to help people achieve and to be um be successful in whatever they want to do yeah. um but we need good leadership, right? There's a lack of good leadership. There is. And, and uh, you know, John talked a few years ago about being leadership sad, right? Just about mm -hmm. the lack of quality leadership in, in our countries today and, and, you know, lack of integrity and lack of values. And, you know, you and I do a lot of work with teaching people how to identify their values and then live towards those, right? We have a program right. called the values exercise that we do with, with companies. But I think that there's... Um, there's and uh, you know folks i used to be a micromanager i really was mm -hmm. like i i was i had to have you know my nose and everything and just making sure you know micromanaging people and that was that was unpleasant for me and for them it stressed me out yeah. right and yeah. and i'll tell you the day that i discovered that i was a micromanager because my team told me <laughs> I, was, mm -hmm. I, was, I was humble enough to do a 360 assessment and send that assessment out to my team and the constant method method message that came back was that you know al micromanages but the day I came to, I, and I, I knew I did it, but I didn't know I did it. Like, I don't know how else to describe it. Right. But that yep. brought enlightenment, enlightenment to me when I read those results and then, okay, I need to start reproducing other leaders. I need yep. to start empowering my team. 
Yeah. And I can't tell you how liberating that was to give me the freedom to take a step back and work on the bigger picture of the business versus mm. in the, you know, in the day to day, looking at every little aspect of it, yeah. but still take a step back and empowering the team and trusting them to make sure that those day to day things that I used to stick my nose into all the time were actually being done. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's freeing to be able to do that. And yeah. you're, you're, you, your team actually feels like they're valuable and contributing mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Delegation is a, is a skill, right. Mm -hmm. And, and it's a, it's a strength. Um, it's not a weakness and it's something that can be learned, but it's something you have to, you have to be intentional about. Right. Right. Um, but it, it's, it's interesting as well as just as we're talking and we're, and you, you're talking about empowerment and, and so on. One of my, my, um, uh, team the other day were, uh, who's actually going to be joining the, the next emerging leaders class that I'm doing in February, awesome. asked me a question and, and he, he asked me a question about, um, Gosh, what did he, he, he entitled it um, leadership because he, he set time on my calendar and I, I was like, well, let's just have a conversation about it. And we, we ended up having like a 20 minute conversation just to, to start off. But he he called it um, oh leadership theory question. And what he was basically asking was, you know, he's not got leader leader in his title, um, but he takes calls and he and he and he. Um, is basically relaying things to get solutions right for for challenges and mm -hmm. he said if if i what's your your sort of theory and thought on that that if if um you know i see something in a, a call that i'm taking or or something that's going on and it and and i think that it's not being done properly and i think that there's there's ways that we can improve it should i pursue that or should I listen to people that sort of would say, don't get involved and just stay in your lane? And it's an interesting question, right? It is. It um, is. You know, my response to him was, was, well, if you, if you see something or hear something and it makes you go, Hmm, I'm not sure that's right. right? Or mm -hmm. maybe there's a better way. My mm -hmm. opinion is you should you should follow up on it, mm -hmm. right? And that that is that is like you know talk to to people that are involved in it. Just explain to them what you've seen, mm -hmm. you know, and that that you think there may be a better way. And could we talk about it? Yeah, right. And yeah. you know, you you will get when you do that. You will get some people that go, "No, it's okay." You know, we've done yeah. that. We're happy with yeah. it. Like you said, with, with okay. leadership, we don't need training, right? We're yeah. good with it. Yeah, and that's okay. All right, but don't let it stop you. And no. when you do that, it's like sales because you're going to get far more no's than you're going to get yeses. Absolutely. But the 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 10, 15, 20% of yeses that you get are worth far more than the 80, 85% of no's. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's what should drive you and motivate you to make a difference. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, you know, a lot of leaders need to be cautious of the fact when their people are bringing ideas to them or, or suggesting things to them that you aren't dismissing them right, right away. Right. Um, and if you are like, take, take under advisement, their ideas and their suggestions. Mm -hmm. And if you don't implement, then take some time to explain why. 
right? Because if you're not, you're going to shut down creativity in your organization. You're just going to have a bunch right. of yes men doing, acting like robots, yeah. right? So, yeah, yeah. And, and and really employ the yes and, right? So they may come with a, a solution mm. and instead of saying, yeah, but that will never work because, right? Or, uh, but we won't get the buy-in or whatever. Use and and then build on it, right? And then let them mm -hmm. build on it. And and I tell you, by by empowering them to to think things through and to be creative in their thinking, um, to be solution oriented in their thinking, will develop leaders. Okay. Right? And these are the type of leaders that we want to develop because what they're going to do is always look for continuous improvement. Right. We're not going to have the mentality of it, if it ain't break, don't fix it. Right. right. Which I used to believe in. Yeah. But it's yeah. so wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's so wrong um so how do you keep developing that and how do you keep encouraging others to do that um so that they're ready right and it's you know we we've talked about it before you don't want to wait until you're in a leadership position to act like a leader you need exactly. to do it now you want to be the person you want to become so be a leader now learn these leadership skills encourage your team to develop themselves as leaders um, and and then you're going to a it makes your life easier as well right and more mm -hmm. more rewarding um mm -hmm. but you should be developing leaders for another reason that if you want to get on and develop you need to have a succession plan of people to fill your your position exactly right i think that's a big thing too right is a lot of people are not considering the succession plan and they're right. afraid even some leaders are afraid because Let's face it. Okay, folks, I'm going to call it all it is. You, you're probably a weak leader, leader if you're afraid that the person you're developing is going to be better than you. Better in quotation marks. Better than yeah. you, right? Yeah. Um, you should be happy to have people that are better than you right. on your team, right? Yeah. Um, you know, and, and transitioning to another job, you know, and someone new coming in uh that's happening for me right now um i'm hoping they're better than me yeah you know because then they can take the organization from where i've built it to all new heights right and and it'll be different but i'm hoping they're better yeah it should you know? be right yeah it should be continuous improvement exactly and, you know the the truth is if if as a leader if you are afraid that that person you're developing is better than you they probably are mm -hmm. <laughs> right yeah. Otherwise you wouldn't be afraid. Right. So, exactly. so, but that's, that's okay. You know, it should be, you know, and it's, that's a sign of a good leader as well that is developing other leaders that are better than them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it, you know, this is interesting because I don't think we're going to get to this other, other few points, <laughs> right? but that's normal with us. Um, you know, but I'm just, I'm just thinking into this, you know, how many people have we talked to that, you know, that are leaders that have never picked up a book mm. that are, you know, never listened to a podcast, never done any additional training or development. Yeah. And they're, they're kind of wrapped in that, you know, they have their systems and their processes and they go through the motions day after day and do the exact same things over and over again Yeah, and really not getting the different results that they're expecting to get because, you know, they're living that insanity yeah. loop. Yeah. I'll be honest. That was me out. Right. Because well, I, I, I went into leadership in the late 90s. Right. And it was like, OK, now you're a leader. OK, get on. So you do it and you're chasing targets. You go for it. Um, yep. And and it's that constant because I was in the sales environment as well. And and mm -hmm. then then general management. So it was on that that treadmill of like, 
reach the target, breathe, go again. Right. So every, every three months right. and yeah, oh, you know, we would, we would do mandatory sales training, right. That the, the, um, the manufacturers uh, put out for us. But other than that, we didn't do anything else. I never yeah. had any leadership training. I never read really other than a couple of novels when I was on vacation. I never read any books until 2016 when, when, um, uh, I I came across the the Simon Sinek's Find Your Why right, and that really right. ignited yeah. my journey. As yeah, you know, yeah. that that's what uh, you yeah. know really started me finding a why and and helping people identify their purpose. Mm -hmm. And then when I joined the Maxwell team in 2017, in in the next two years, I think I read like 50 something books. Right? Yeah, yeah, and I'd I'd probably read. Well, and those 50 odd books, they weren't novels. They were all personal development, leadership, yep. um, self, what you would call self-help books, right? Mm -hmm. Self-development. Mm -hmm. But until that, I'd never read any. Yeah. Well, to my so, left over here, I've got one, two, three bookcases that are six feet tall, filled top to bottom with books. Right. Have I read them all? No. Um, but somebody's recommended them or the title or topic has captured my attention yes. and I've picked it up and it'll be on the, it'll be on the list at some point in time mm -hmm. to get through. And, you know, I've also started a bunch of these books and it hasn't really been that it hasn't engaged me like I thought yeah. it would. So I've put it down and maybe someday I'll get it again, but it's, it's, it, it, it just surprises me. So like, I, I'm going to, you know, so in, in 2000, in 1999 or 2000, I, I'll tell you, I started my, I've always read, but I always read, I like, I'm a science fiction nut folks. I love yeah. sci-fi. I really Star Trek, Battlestar Galactica, Star Wars, anything like I love sci-fi. Uh, and I always read sci-fi books, novels, right. Uh, uh, all the forever. And then in 1999, 2000, somewhere in there, maybe 2001, I joined a multi-level marketing company. And, um, I always tell people, it's like, you know, no, I didn't, didn't strike it rich there. And I, I'm a firm believer in multi-level marketing. I'm not building that business anymore. I'm a firm believer in, it, and I think it's great for a lot of people and it gives people a vision and a dream and a passion to go out and do something. And I'm a firm believer in it. Uh, don't contact me with your business opportunity, please. <laughs> I am very content doing what I'm doing right now and building a successful business doing this. But, uh, and I wish you all the best in your future endeavors. But at the same time, <laughs> I'll tell you, they had a book of the month club. Yeah. They had a book of the month club and we subscribed to it. And the leadership of the company picked a book that we would automatically get every month. And it was all personal growth, development, communication, sales. Uh, it was awesome. And many a John Maxwell book and, you know, and, and it, I tell you, that's where I got my passion for personal growth and development. And then when the opportunity came along to join John's team, it was a no brainer. I had, I had prepared for like 15 years prior to joining the John Maxwell team with my personal growth and development journey. Um, you know, through that multi-level marketing business, I'm, a, yeah. I'm eternally grateful to a good friend of mine that introduced me to that because did I get rich from it? No. Did I get rich from it? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes right. Not yeah. monetarily, but my mindset, my yeah. attitude, my personality, my, my passion for growth and development. And now when I talk to somebody and they say, 
now nah, we're good. I don't need any training. I don't need any development. I don't want to read. I just, my mind is blown. I just can't comp. I can't comprehend that. Mm-hmm. And I just look at them and I feel sorry for them. Yes. Right. But also that's one of the reasons why we're picky with who we work with Al, as well. Right. Exactly. Because some, anybody that is, that is with that, it's not our place or our responsibility to try and persuade anybody to take up personal growth. You should want to do it, right? Not feel that you have to do it. And Mm -hmm. and once you you identify that, and it's really one, two, three percent of the population, that's it, Mm -hmm. right? Minute, minute Mm -hmm. section, right? But it doesn't mean that we can't look and hope that we can we can increase that to three, four or five percent. Right. Or even up to 10 percent in time. But it doesn't mean that we are we are going to try and browbeat you into into to personal growth and development if you don't want to do it because it won't work. It won't work. It won't work. No. And, and I've discovered that. Right. I was we we were doing it with a company and and uh you know, it, and I, I'm tra- transparent here too. We were doing this company and we had a great group. We, my t- the people that I was leading through that mm-hmm. year long curriculum uh, was amazing. We were engaged. There was great conversation. It was amazing. And when we, it was ending, I was sad and I had built relationship with these people. I said, so I offered something for free to them. Guess what? Half of them stopped coming. Yeah. And it was free. But anyways, okay, we're going to wrap it up. We're going to wrap it up. So, folks, here's the thing. (laughs) Reproducing Leaders is Chapter 9 of The Leader's Greatest Return by John Maxwell. And yes, you can go buy this book and you can read it yourself. But guess what? You'll read it. You won't do anything with it. (laughs) Well, I was just looking as well. My copy of the book is $27.99. Yeah. $27.99. And for for an extra $72, $71. You can work with us for eight weeks and and really get value out of it. Exactly. So you're going to go to alrutan, A-L-R-U-T-T-A-N.com slash return. Register. We'll get the book in the mail to you. We're going to email you the PDF document on January 8th. We're going to have a very first session and you're going to work with Chris and I for eight weeks. We're going to help you grow yourself so you can grow your team in 2024 and beyond. Mm. We hope to see you there. Join us. Yes. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. If you got some value from this podcast please share it connect with us on social media you can find us on facebook raise your bars uh just search raise your bars and we should pop up all right take care everyone bye bye for now